welcome back. This is Walking in the Sun and God, and I'm your host, Alyssa, and tonight it is actually a family affair. We have two guests on the show tonight, two guests that you both have already been introduced to. It is my mother and my dad are here tonight with us. Do you, so, guys, even though they already know you, do you guys want to say hi? Hey. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back. It's good to have you guys back. So I wanted to get them both on here because this is a topic that our pastor actually pointed out I guess technically two Sundays ago at church that has kind of stuck with me since, and I wanted to get some discussion on this because it kind of struck me too. So without further ado, the topic is, why do we say I'll pray for you, meaning we won't, we'll just kind of do it later in our own time, instead of let's pray now together? What do we have on first thoughts? Well, I will say that I have stopped using the phrase, I will pray for you unless I truly mean it. Yeah. Meaning, I do make an effort throughout the week or the month to pray, and I do follow up and ask how things are going. I have stopped, and and what's funny is I work in a very special situation with other Christians where we can do this. There are times where I've said, hey guys, will you pray about this? And literally, one of them will say, let's stop right now and do it. And we'll pray. So for me, I don't just want to say the words. I want to, I want to engage in the Actually action. Actually do it, yeah. Yes. That's an easy thing to do when you're with like-minded people. Yeah. Right? So it's a very different thing to do. And you have a story that I think you've already told before, but you should, re- you should revisit it today mm-hmm. from your Starbucks days. Yeah. <clears throat> where to do it with someone you don't know or to do it in an environment where... Uh, like, like where I work with a bunch of men who are very, let's just be honest, very macho, <laughs> very testosterone driven, very proud, very strong, very type A personalities would be a way that a lot of people refer to them. They're kids. For me to sit down and say, I'm going to pray about this. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. Mm. Don't know. No. Right? So we're working through these things and this is a good question. It's a good topic. Yeah. Like-minded people where your mom's at right now. It's a different thing. It's a little, it's a little easier. bit easier. Yes. And there's a lot of social things that I'll get into as we get into this, but mm-hmm. I don't want to take over the thing right now. Okay. But there's a lot of social things and habits and technologies that have been pl- that have come into play that I really think affect that ability or willingness to sit down and talk with someone personally, let yeah. alone pray with someone personally. Right. right. So. Yeah. I also think part of why we just say, "Oh, I'll pray for you," I think. I think it actually was mom earlier this week when I first brought this up is, I'm going to steal it from you, laziness. Because it's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you. And then we sometimes let it slip out of our mind until we see them the next week at church or whatever. And it's like, oh, crap, I like was going to pray for them and I totally forgot. And I've caught myself just like whispering a quick prayer right there so I can mm-hmm. say, oh, I've been praying for you, which technically I have. But not in the way, not in the way I should have been and like should have taken it seriously. I think it's also socially acceptable in the Christian circle to just say that. Yeah. It just rolls off the tongue so easily without giving any thought to what you're actually saying in those words, which is, I will bring you before the Lord Mm -hmm. with prayer and supplication on behalf of you and your need. Yeah. And I just really feel strongly that it is a, it is not a light thing to say no it is not well we've been talking to you about boys and everything else in between mm-hmm. right 
Yeah. The words, I love you, should be saved and held for something special. Mm-hmm. You can't just go roll around saying, I love you to everybody you see mm-hmm. in a romantic sense, right? Yeah. Like, it's okay to say, you know, we should love everybody, right? That's a whole other theological argument. But I'm just saying, we've taught you to, like, you know, I love you is to be saved for an important person, a real situation, yeah. a life experience. Yeah. Yet, when we turn around and say, I'll pray for you, it doesn't have the same weight. But I think I agree with your mom on that. It should have the same it weight. It should, very much It really much so. should. It mm-hmm. should have the weight of, like, this is serious. I'm going to take it upon myself to... To use your mom's terms, but in more layman's terms, I'm gonna take you, and I'm gonna take you, my friend, and I'm gonna like say, Hey, God, here's my buddy, yeah, yeah. here's my sister, here's my brother. They need help, they need help, and I'm I, I, I think that they deserve the help, I think that they need the help, mm-hmm. right? That's that's very different yeah. than just, than just the, the flippant what we say, I'll pray for you, I'm guilty of it, I, like, I don't want to sit here and say I'm not guilty of it, I'm just like your mom, it's like, or just like you said, oh yeah, I'll pray for you buddy, and a week later we see them anywhere, it doesn't have to be at church, we see them at Safeway, it doesn't matter, we see them at work, and it's like, ooh, I haven't prayed for them, so you say a quick prayer, mm-hmm. just, but the thing is, like, the motivation is like, so you can say, yes, yeah bro, I've been praying for you, yeah sister, I've been praying for you, right, yeah, you have the technicalities there, but, but have not, you the have way you. that we should? It exactly. should be more important, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so why we don't? What do you think? Why don't we? I think part of it is what I already said is it's just kind of a, a laziness thing. So it's like we can get wrapped up in just like I feel it's just like with reading your Bible and spending just normal time with God. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for it. It's another thing I got to fit into my schedule. Where am I going to fit it? Oh, mm-hmm. I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, the dryer's done. Like, we get wrapped up in this. Our lives here. Yes. But I seriously think it's a laziness part. It's, that's like, that's my, that's where I go the biggest thing. It's like a laziness part and we just don't, because we haven't held it up to the standard it should be held and the weight that it should have. Mm-hmm. We literally just don't think about it. Like, we don't take it seriously when we should. And another thing our pastor has said, which I also love this, we say, yeah, I'll pray for you. It's the least I can do. No, I agree with our pastor. It's one of the most things that you can do because you're bringing them before God who can do anything and everything. Even if they don't believe, you're still bringing them before God. So let's let's dive deeper then. Okay. Prayer... Let's just look at prayer, period. Prayer should be an ongoing conversation we have with God. And I'm guilty of falling away from it. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I am praying a lot during the day, I am acknowledging God's power and his worthiness. And his presence. And his presence. And there is something real and and almost tangible when we are in a conversation with Christ constantly and we start bringing those people before him because then as you and I talked about the other day about discernment Mm -hmm. then discernment can happen we can pray for discernment yes but when we are in deep conversation with God continuous conversation throughout the day with an acknowledgement of who he is And we are praying, let's say, throughout the week for someone or throughout the month or throughout this or throughout that. 
and we keep continuously bringing them before the Lord, the Lord then can give you discernment about this. Mm -hmm. A flippant prayer of, oh Lord, just please be with them. What does that really do for anybody? Well, I don't think think we should undercut the power of God. No, no, I'm not saying that. And I think sometimes, if that's all a person can give, whether they're based upon their 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 Christian maturity, and that's not a dig on anybody that's a new Christian or hasn't really dove into prayer Mm -hmm. as far as a topic, or if it's just because their life is crazy. If you can carve out that moment Mm -hmm. amongst all the chaos in their life, yeah, to say, you know, I just God, I don't have, I just just be please please be with X. Please be with them. I gotta get back to work. I, I I would not in any way, shape, or form want to devalue that. In no, fact, not I at think all. honestly, some of those prayers, those less just less, less wordy, pious, mm-hmm. oh, I like that less better. arrogant, mm-hmm. less well, I am just deeply in in some magic you know Bible word. You know, I'm just deeply in prayer. It's like you know, I I, I don't want to take away from those people. Either. No, I don't either. want to either. But I'm but just saying, I, I wouldn't devalue that short no that short burst of prayer oh, yeah. in the yeah. middle of my day when I'm dealing with whatever but I'm God dealing with. But God knows exactly where God your, your heart, heart is. And if and it's, it's like, like you, like you said, they're new in their faith, they're new to prayer, they're literally mm-hmm. slammed, he still knows their heart. But if it's just like, eh, you're kind of busy, right. you think you're busy, but he kind of knows, like, you just, like, don't want to deal with it or whatever, so yeah. you just kind of say you're busy and it's just kind of this half-hearted prayer. He knows that it's a half-hearted prayer. I hear it. And that's, that's kind but of what I'm talking about. Yeah. But someone who's been a Christian for 50 years, 70 years, still might only have that moment. So I, I just want to say, like, we should be careful when we're talking about this and how mm-hmm. important it is to pray with people to not be casting stones. I agree. Right? I agree. To, I'm not or to that. passing Or to be passing judgment on yeah, someone that's like, that's very true. oh, you well, you only said, like, a prayer that was 15 seconds long in the middle of the day. Your prayer sucks. I mean, like, and you guys aren't yeah. saying that. I'm not saying you are, but... People who are listening to this, I don't want you guys to get the idea that it's like, if it's not some like on your knees at the edge of your bed with the lights off and your hands folded and your head down, you know, the, you know, thing mm-hmm. that it doesn't count. Cause I think it does count. I think it does I think count. That, I think that every person's at their own, their own growth point. Okay. I, I do agree with and, that. And I think everyone's at a different time in their life. Like, you know, yeah. there may be times where I can actually do that, where I would sit down and actually break down. Yes. You know, my soul to pray yeah. for a person. Yeah. There are other times, like, it truly is. It's like, all I can do is just, like, God, I know my friend's hurting right now. I need mm-hmm. them to be helped. And I, I bring them before you because they need your guidance. Yes. And that's all I've got. And I'm like, boom, I'm off to the next thing. I don't feel, and again, I keep saying I, 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 and I don't want to be pointing the fingers at myself, but as the body of Christ, I think we need to be very careful to not demean someone for not no. having a deep prayer. Of course. That's all. Exactly. No, and I agree with that 100%. I just, if that's what we can give, that's what we can give, and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I just don't want, I just don't want us as Christians to be flippant by saying, I'll pray for you, and then just say, God, please be with him. Right. Yeah. And be flippant about who we're coming to, which is God Almighty, and that we are... There should be some reverence there. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But the definition of reverence, I think, varies for people. Mm, let's look that up. And I think that people who, um, I think, I think, God's God spirit, knows everyone's heart. Right. That's what I'm getting at. It's like, yeah. It's not our role. No. You know, and good grief. Do you want someone to say, "Oh, thank you for praying"? When did you do that? 
three uh, minutes ago, yeah. just as I saw you walking into the building. No, like, but that's true. That's like yeah. true life. And you know what? Honestly, most people, if you're like, yeah, well, what did you pray for me? It's going to be the same thing, right? Like, yeah, we're all is. guilty of this. It's no, not exactly. It's not a thing. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with society. You know, I think it, that... Yeah. Well, I think Stacey's looking up a definition or something, so... Yeah. I'll hold tight for a second. Okay, definition of reverence. I just looked it up. As a noun, it is deep respect for someone or something. <laughs> and as a verb, regard or treat with deep respect. Mm, that's really good. Right? Yes. And the biblical uh, definition of reverence... Is profound respect and love. Hmm. When you have a reverent attitude toward God, you honor Him, expressing your gratitude to Him, and obey His commandments. You should be reverent in your behavior as well as your attitude. Mm-hmm. And I think someone can be reverent in that 15 second window. Yeah. I really do. You know, just the fact that they're taking the moment to like set to aside their own personal stuff. For that 10 second window mm-hmm. is, a, is an important thing. Yeah, I think that's all very good and very important. And like we said, we are not like devaluing or bashing on anyone's prayer or prayer style or where you are. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's not even like those 15 second prayers. It's like the fact that we say that I'll pray for you mm-hmm. and then we just don't do, do it. Don't, yeah, don't exactly. do it or just do in the 15 second prayer but not because we're completely slammed to god knows that it's just like oh i forgot i should do that real quick just so i can say it like there's i feel like those prayers are not i don't want to say not accepted in a way but that's the only terms i can come up with because it's like god knows where our heart is at it's Mm -hmm. not oh they are struggling i'm gonna pray for them i'm gonna bring them before them it's oh crap i said this i didn't take it seriously i forgot i'm gonna do it real quick just so i can say it and make them feel better so what's so so i guess in those moments right where we've Mm -hmm. all been like anyone's listening has been that moment absolutely absolutely in that moment is it oh shoot i'm gonna get in trouble for not saying something so i told this guy i'll do it or i told this guy i'll do it so is your motivation for saying the prayer because god knows that you said Mm-hmm. I said I'm gonna pray for you. Oh, I didn't do it, so I need to pray for you right now. Before so you that, come, so to that I'm come not over in trouble to clear my conscience. To clear my conscience yeah. with God, right? Like, Which doesn't do them any good. I don't. Again, be careful well, with that. That's true. But what is your what is your? It, here's the thing. I believe that everything with God is personal relationship, and everything that we do with God, whether it's praying for someone else, or praying for ourselves, or praying for our spouse, or living a life, or witnessing to someone, or giving a gift to someone, or whatever it happens to be. It's really about my relationship with God. What is God doing to me? Yeah. yeah. What is God doing in my heart, mm-hmm. my life, to help me become more like Jesus? And like like we've talked about recently, and, and Don actually hit on it too, the reflection. Like, I want to reflect Christ. Yes. And all these little things, whether I'm praying for someone or not, or whether I'm being patient or merciful to people, that it comes in a lot of different forms. Like, everything we do should be a reflection of Christ. Yes. So, if you're saying that prayer in that moment and your motivation is more to do your thing so God doesn't get mad at you? Does that, does that, am I making sense? Oh, yeah, yes. Absolutely. No, you or, are. Yeah. you know, and I, again, I'm not going to devalue that because it's still at prayer. least there's a responsibility there yeah. and you know you said it and you're holding yourself accountable to a higher power to pray for the person that you said you pray for. So, again, is it bad? Is it devalued? Is it not no. as potent for the person you're praying for? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But if you go full circle, it's like, who's this really about? Yeah, that's yeah. It's really about you yeah. and your relationship with God and the commitments that you're making yeah. to God 
before the person even, right? Yeah. Which is weird in society, right? We're human beings. Well, and on that note then, if it's about your relationship with God, then when you say the words, I will pray for you, instead of stopping and praying with them right then, are you truly meaning it? In terms of, Lord, when I say the words, I will pray for you, I really mean that to other people. Does that make sense? As opposed to the standard Christian response of, oh, I'll pray for you. I think there's, a, I think there's room for both. Yeah. I think sometimes in a moment where you may be overwhelmed or you haven't really had the chance to dive into what's going on, mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's good to say, I'm going to be praying for you. Yes. And then three days later when you've actually had a moment mm-hmm. to like digest what they're going through. Yeah. To pray appropriately. Yeah. And again, not that, not again, back to the whole thing. What's appropriate? I don't know. Whatever. Right. Sometimes I don't even understand. Sometimes so, I don't even, right. I don't even so know. I, I was like, uh, dude, pray for this guy. I don't know. I and, ask the Lord to minister to them. I say, Lord, sure. I don't know exactly what the hurt or the pain is, but you mm-hmm. do. And I pray that you will minister to right. them and to their needs. That's really good. Because yeah. I just, well, I want to give them to the Lord. And I want to acknowledge their need. Right. Not that we need to. Well, no, I, I don't. I agree with you, and I, I'm, you know, I'm in awe of a lot of people who pray for people because sometimes I'm very mannish <laughs> in my prayers. Like, like I'm very like to the point and direct. Like I don't. I'm not going to mince words, Mm-mm. and I'm not one of these guys that that will sit, you know, in my room and pray and. I don't even know how to say it. Like meditate on it. Is that where you're? No, well, I'll meditate on things. I'll think yeah. about things. But like when I'm praying, though, if when the words are forming in my mind or coming out of my mouth, if I'm doing it audibly, I'm talking to God. Just like straight to the point. Just like I would talk to someone at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and someone standing in front of you. Someone standing in front of me. And I don't think that's bad. And at I all. don't think it's bad, but yeah. I know some people would look at it and go like, "That's not very reverent." To use Stacey's term earlier, it's like that doesn't seem very respectful. It's like. My, res- but again, it's it's about my personal walk mm-hmm. with God, yes. right? So and he does know your heart too. He does know my remember heart. that. Well, look and at the Psalms. David wrote Psalms. He was very straightforward with God sure. in his yeah. requests. Yeah, mm-hmm. he there he was not mincing words there no. either. He was a jerk sometimes, actually. Yeah, he he <laughs> right. actually yeah. said, "Lord, you know, crush the teeth of my enemies." Yeah, right. So, I don't think reverence is found in. How you talk it's not the to words him. per se. Like, you know, should you be swearing and cussing, you know, in your conversation yeah. with God? Probably, Probably not, not, right? But I have done that. So have I, I right? I'm just saying. Like, and I'm it just... doesn't, but it doesn't <laughs> right. value the prayer or my relationship with right. God because he already knows. Right. He already knows what you're going to say before right. you say it. Exactly. So, so back to Allie's topic, because this is huge. Like, prayer is a massive topic and we can mm-hmm. bounce all the place. Mm-hmm. But like, to try to keep it on track yeah. for you, you're the hostess and you can tell me to shut That's up. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. You're the one running the show, but no. <laughs> um, the question that Ali brought to us initially is like, why do we not pray with if why instead of if I'm sitting in front of Joe, and Joe says, "Man, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z," or I have this medical thing, or I have this financial thing, or I have this marital thing, or whatever, whatever it is, what, I have this girlfriend thing. If it's a younger person, whatever. Why don't we just say, "Hey, bro, let's pray right now"? Yeah. Why not? And I guess it depends. Does it? Is it because we're in town and we don't want to do it in Safeway? Exactly. In front of others, judgment. Mm-hmm. If it's at the church, 
Good grief, why aren't we doing it? Are we afraid someone's going to judge us in the church? And if that's the case, uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. There are people over there praying. Right? And here's the other piece to this. Like, why don't we pray with someone right? right? Why don't we pray with someone? Mm -hmm. Good grief. Am I the only one that's like, how often do you get a prayer request on the the email thread? The chain mail? The Mm -hmm. the text thread? Never. Oh, okay, mama, you're a little bit older. Do you mm -hmm. get a prayer request via text? Actually, I do, yes. Right. That's what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. I don't. I have like three friends, guys, and none of them are Christians, <laughs> so I really don't, but I know it can happen. <laughs> no, but like the, the prayer train at church, you know, or mm-hmm. we've got a thread going for the for the old people, you know, get together youth sure. group thing. Not youth group, but the old people. The old people group? Yeah, the, old the old people group. Old, old people get together in a room. And yes. <laughs> stop Anyways, it. We're going to be those people. We are those so people. because And we are not bashing on old people. I'm we on, love them. I'm <laughs> on the text thread, so we're <laughs> part of it. But yes, um, when they're not talking about, you know, what are you going to bring for food, the other thing on there is please pray for this or please so, pray for that. So with that said, let's talk generations a little bit. Uh-huh. I'm a Gen Xer, Stace. You're a Gen Xer through and through. Yeah. A lot of our social social circle is Gen Xers. I'm gonna speak for myself as a Gen Xer. Uh, buck up, buddy. <laughs> I, I, sitting down to pray with someone in the way we grew up. Mm-hmm. To me, it's very foreign. Yeah. And I grew up in a Baptist church, and it's still foreign. Maybe that's why it's foreign. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But like, it's very foreign. It's like people, yeah. you know. Yeah, I will pray for you. When I get home, in private, <laughs> alone, in, in private, I'm which there's her. nothing wrong with that either. Sometimes no, private I, praying I with God is amazing. But like, if we're right there with them, the... right? But that takes communication yeah. skills. That takes yeah. confidence. Is what I'm getting at. Like, mm-hmm. Gen Xers, we pride ourselves on a lot of stuff, like being those independent individuals that can survive with whatever. Yeah. And we grew up with whatever, and we had no parents, and we had no guidance. We did our stuff. Yeah. But with that mix, is like we're not real great. At like talking with people, right? And we make fun. I make fun, and Stacey, you have too. And like people I work with that are my age, um, even the older millennials make fun of the youngest generations, where it's like they can't talk at all. Yeah, they do ninety percent of their communication via text mm-hmm. or via email if they're really archaic, <laughs> or what are all the different machines, right? Whatever, I don't whatever, even know. whatever the app is at the app yeah. of the day. So DMs you have you have a generation snaps and whatever else there right. is. I don't even know. So you have a generation have so many words. Well, that's and that's why my right. So Twitter, right, the whole Twitter thing, like which has changed, but you know we only have 170 characters or whatever it was back yeah. in the day. Those communications are happening there. Like now, I'm in a room. You're Ali. You're in a room with someone. Okay. Face to face, and they're telling you their problem and they're asking for prayer. How much practice do you have just even talking to someone face-to-face? Not much. Let alone to sit down and get very intimate. And I'm going to take mm-hmm. and be, I'm going to take you with me before God Yeah. in the spirit realm, right? Whatever, however yeah. you want to picture that. It's, there's a lot of reasons why I think people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And even it, if you don't even very, realize We're the very reasons. unpracticed. As a, as a society, we're very unpracticed at speaking to each other. Yeah. Speaking with each other listening oh my gosh nobody listens anymore no. and i think that's been a forever thing mm-hmm. just i'm old enough now to really recognize that nobody listens yeah it's it's horrible mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have this prayer thing where we should be doing it immediately but we're not even 
We can't even ask each other what we're doing tomorrow. Exactly. Let alone, and actually care about what the answer is for yes. tomorrow. Yes. Right. Let alone break down yeah. the problem right. or That's, feeling. Like, and I, bring them like before God. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that someone's willing to, to, to come before you and say, hey, I have this problem, whatever it happens to be, would you please pray for me? That in and of itself is a monumental task, I think, as these new and younger generations come together and reach the age of communication, so to speak. Yeah. And then you got us Xers who are like, dude, why are you whining about that? <laughs> Shut up. Just deal with it yourself. Because that's how we grew up. Mm-hmm. And then you got the boomers who are like, I don't know, I don't want to say they're dying, but they're, you know, older. They're older. <laughs> they're on the prayer the host is just glaring at, at me church. just for the record. Talking about mm-hmm. our taco salads we're going to bring to old people group. But there's just a lot of communication breakdowns yeah. in, in that in general. Mm-hmm. But you know what I hear behind all of that is the need for love. The need for showing Christ's love, period. Because he would just stop and pray with people on the side of the street. And he would face all these people, like all those crowds, not thinking at all about I gotta go shopping, or what are they, or what are they gonna say about me, or what are they gonna think about me, or oh, I don't know if this person knows Christ, because that's crossed my mind a few times when I've thought about praying for someone. It's like, but what if they don't know Christ? What if I'm gonna offend them? What if I'm gonna? So why don't you share your Why don't you share your story again about Starbucks? Do we have that time? Ga- that gal. Well, I think we should probably get close to wrapping it up. Yeah, wrap it up with that. It's not, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. I also want But I do want to put some scripture in first before I well, dive into that. It's your okay. show, babe. One you of them you. that I loved was Matthew eighteen twenty, which says, For where two or three or more are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Praying yeah. together. God is with you when you're on your own, but he is with us when we are all together. Believers or not. When we're... Even if they're not a believer, if they're willing to have you, I don't want to say pray over them, but you're praying out loud with them and you are praying over them. He is there and now he is in Christ's real, name, in Christ's name and right. really working in their lives now because you're opening that door for them. Mm-hmm. I also liked First Thess- uh, Thessalonians 5.11. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you were already doing. Prayer is encouraging and prayer builds someone up. Mm-hmm. It oh, really does. Absolutely. And a, thir- um, a third point that I also love is if it's with other believers, it demonstrates our unity as believers, as, our, as a family, as a body, when we're willing to pray over each other in that moment instead of doing it at home or in your car behind mm-hmm. closed doors where no one can see you. Where's the unity in that when you're, lock quote, locking yourself away to do it because you're too worried about what the outside world might think. That doesn't show unity as a body or as a family. That's true. It no. doesn't at all. Well, and to that point, it may make someone, uh, may, may make someone feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the church or somewhere, wherever you happen to be, but on the flip side of the, of the discomfort is these people actually really care for me. Yes. They're actually right now in this moment. They're willing. They don't loving even, me. Yeah. Wrapping their arms around me, praying over me in the moment. Yes. Versus, I'll pray for you later, bro, or yes. I'll pray for you later, sis, or whatever it happens to be. That means something too. Don't get me wrong. And I don't mm-hmm. want someone to feel bad if they've said, "I'll pray for you, bro," and then they go home and do that. But the feeling that someone gets, like that visual, 
real-time prayer moment, it's like, wow, I'm actually not alone in this because there are actually brothers and sisters and people who respect and love me enough yes. to make themselves uncomfortable. Because we, if we're all honest, we all know it's not the most comfortable It's not comfortable. Thing. They're willing to make themselves uncomfortable to publicly pray and make a, make a, make, take me before God. Right. Yeah. So I wish that's it big. was more comfortable though. It should be the most natural thing. It should be. Since we are children of and God there are and moments, we have the Holy Spirit. As you mature in Christ, there are moments yeah. where it feels very natural. Yeah. Yes. I think it's not natural because we haven't let it become natural because we just Ooh. kind of pushed it to the side. We didn't keep the weight to it like it should have. Back to what mom was saying initially. Yeah. yeah. We didn't put the weight to it. That's why it's become quote, unnatural in right. a sense communication itself has kind of lost its mm-hmm. its weight right so yeah i guess i'll end with this um so as you were mentioning my starbucks days as i well used to work at starbucks worked in the drive through a lot and there were two separate occasions with two separate women whom i did not know when they i believe did not know each other but it's small towns could have possibly one of them came through, and we. she was more of a regular there, and we all kind of noticed that she was, she was off. She wasn't her usual self. She was kind of the, the red-eyed, like she'd been crying or was on the verge of crying, just kind of that redness that comes. So one of the gals that was working in the bar behind me, who knows the gal better than I did because I'd only been working there for about a month or so, was like, hey, are you Okay. And I'm listening in because I'm standing right there and she goes, I won't go into any details, but she goes, not really, someone in my life just committed suicide. And I remember hearing that and I literally, I think I was in the middle of either writing on a cup or something or putting money in the drawer and I remember just kind of like stopping and I was like, like I didn't even know what to think for a second because I was like, that is not what I was expecting to hear. And then I was just standing there and I finally said, I think it was through the power of the Holy Spirit because I kept hearing it in my head. I was kind of ignoring it at first because there was that comfort thing. Mm -hmm. But drink was taking forever to make, which I think was the Holy Spirit going, hey, (laughs) hey, like you're going to do this and I'm going to drag this out as long as it takes. And I finally, I took off my headset, which I'm surprised I didn't get in trouble for. And I leaned out the window and I went, I know I don't know you and I don't know if you're religious or not, but do you want me to pray for you right here in the drive-thru? And she said yes. So that is exactly what I did, taking off my headset and praying for her in the drive-thru. In the drive-thru. And it's the same thing that I did with the other lady. She went through um, a little bit of a different situation. She actually just escaped from a domestic situation, her and her kids. And I did the same thing. I took off my headset and I asked. I, kept, I got that feeling again like, hey, do you want me to pray for you and over you in that moment. And yeah, I will admit it was uncomfortable because you're in a drive-thru. So you've got all the people behind you. You have everyone inside that you're working with whom you don't know where they stand on that. Mm-hmm. And they, those, those women could have easily said no and gotten mad and thrown their drink back on me for all I knew. Like right. it is very uncomfortable, but it was so, I guess, worth it. That feeling in the end of like, it was about you. It was that that part. That part was but it was also you. like, I listened to the Holy Spirit. I didn't let mm-hmm. that. I didn't just push that to the side. Mm-hmm. I did. I think what we're called to do. It's like we're meant to share Christ with the world. And I actually prayed with another lady who 
used to go to Life Point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember her name, but her that's a church. Yes, Life Point's a church. Um, <laughs> thanks, thank you. I I don't remember that whole situation, but mm-hmm. I remember I do remember, um, because she was inside, she was in the drive through. I actually stepped outside from behind the bar, mm-hmm. and we held hands and we prayed right there over mm-hmm. that situation. Mm-hmm. And it is like I said, I will not lie. It is uncomfortable. Right. It is not something I wanted to do because that. I guess it is kind of a selfish mindset. What's everyone going to think of me? Right. What's, am I going to get judged? Am I going to get fired? And like this and that. But it's like, it makes it, it's just amazing. Right. Like that's, that's all I can say. Cause even now I'm still, I still am like. Let me ask you something. Have you seen those women since? I have not. Does it matter? No. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. What's Dad setting me up for? Exactly. No, I don't think it does, because it's about it's two parts, right? There's two parts. Yeah. There's always the part that is to serve, and help other people. Yes, the seeds mm-hmm. you're planting. The seeds you're them. planting, right? But the yes. other part is, are you listening? And you said it yourself. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. You actually said it. it's funny. And I I've been there a thousand times in my forty some odd years, forty seven, almost fifty years. <laughs> right, you're in the almost fifty years. Right, <laughs> it's weird, right? That cup order, that drink order, was taken awfully long. Yeah, and I'm getting these thoughts, and in that's my a great head. thought. Like, but they, I, people, I think, do I think we discount that too much? Like, God is not a silent he, God. He's not a silent God, and but he also for doesn't us to th- usually take out a billboard either. No, but like to think that he's not capable of like. Slowing the machine Slowing down. the machine. I, when I say the machine, I'm talking about slowing life down for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you to have the opportunity because he's wanting you to grow. Yeah. Wanting me to grow. And those. you can kind of put that together, especially if the thought that you're having or whatever it is, is something that's going to benefit the glory of God. Right. Like right. praying for someone. That's not going to discredit his kingdom. It's not right. going to not bring glory right. to and him. You may never see those people again. You may have no idea if your prayer quote-unquote, had an effect from your vision. Mm-hmm. It did have an effect. At least show that we someone may cares never know, about We them. may never know what that effect is, but you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I appreciate you having us on today. Yeah. We're going to wrap up because I think we're at, I don't even know how many minutes we're at. It's been a bit. Um, I also want to apologize for my dogs. They both scratched in the background. I don't know if the microphone kept picked it up or not, but they are here. Like I said, it's a family affair, mm-hmm. so both the dogs are here, and I think one of the two cats is under my bed. So, yeah, it is a family affair tonight. Everybody's so. here. Do you, Dad, want to pray us out tonight? Do you need to pray us out? I've like, prayed one. Pray, are we, am I praying together? Like, right now, or can I pray for you later? Uh... Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I'm trying, trying to be funny. I, just... I know. I get it. All right. All right. Bill, thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to use this technology to share some thoughts that hopefully encourage some other people. But uh, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here with my daughter and with my wife and to talk about things in this environment. That in and of itself is an amazing blessing, and I am very thankful for that. I pray and ask that this does reach some people and that people do who do hear it can take something from it, just one piece, and that they can apply it to their life and that it helps them in their process and in their journey with you. Uh, I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for coming on here, you two. Thanks for being willing to do this with me at 8.30 at night, because... Mm-hmm. It's when we were finally it's available. It's when we are finally available. <laughs> oh, man.
Diane's going to bed. Good night. <laughs> Good night, guys. We'll see you guys next time.